Hello and welcome to season two, episode two of the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. I am your host and CEO, Janessa Henderson. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming um, and listening today. So our episode today I have been officially 10 years of being an educator as I finished the 10th year, um, basically in a week, you know. So this is an open letter to my students um, over the 10 years because uh, I, I have some things to say um, that I think are beneficial to teachers or people thinking about teaching um, that I think are beneficial to my students first. Uh, past students and uh, current um, and those to come and that I think that is beneficial to um, again like I said teachers up and coming teachers and those who um, are thinking about teaching but are not sure so basically my backdrop uh, just a little backdrop Again, I have been teaching for 10 years. This is my 10th year, currently, you know, completing it, basically, um, in a few days. Um, I have a degree in English, a bachelor's in English. Um, so when I graduated from college, um, I was planning on taking a year off from school. Like, I was really burned out. I was just going hard all four years of college. I didn't do summer school. I was taking 18 and 20 hours some semesters because I was like I had a plan um but it wasn't God's plan so um I had a plan of what I thought my life was going to be I was going to law school um I was going to do this but I needed a year off to kind of get refocused and get you know myself together so um I wanted to go get a job and so the only job that was readily available and ready to hire me was teaching. And that was what, when everyone asked me when I was like, I knew what my major was back when I was in high school. I was like, I'm going to major in English so I can go to law school. Um, That was my answer to everyone. And everyone was like, oh, you're going to be a teacher. So, you know, people were planting those seeds because they knew, but um, clearly the Holy Spirit talked to them. And I was just like hung ho on being a lawyer, being a lawyer. And um, so, long story short, um, during that time I was trying to get a job, the job I got was teaching. So I, my first year of teaching, I was in the middle of a year. Well, I wouldn't say the middle of a year. Um, it was like, I didn't start the first day of school. I started the third day of school. So I'm already behind. Um, I had taken no education classes because I was a straight English major. I wasn't an English education major. I wasn't, I didn't, like I said, I wasn't even planning on going into education. It was something that I said, no, nah, I'll never be a teacher. And, you know, God has a sense of humor because look at me now, you know. So, um, basically, um, I, you know, go to teach this first year. I, like, I really 
that first, those first kids, like I was at an alternative school, um, and that first year of students, um, I was doing the best that I could. Um, I knew the content. Now, that's something that you were going to know was English because I had the degree in it. You were good there. But as far as my teaching strategies in like um, classroom management, um, again, I am just right out of school. I was 22. Um, I had some students who were like less than four years younger than me. Like literally, um, we could be brother and sister. We could have been in the same classes. Uh, that's how close of an age gap it was. Um, I had desks thrown at me. I really didn't know, like, I was doing what I could to survive, uh, basically. Um, the next year comes around, and at this time, y'all, also, if you're a new teacher and you don't have a mentor, that's a red flag for that district or that school or that principal, too. Like, make sure you have a mentor. I had no mentor um, as a new teacher. Um, as a new professional, you're supposed to have, like, some type of mentor, especially if they know, you know, that you have never taught before. Um, they know it's your first year teaching, period. And, um, you know, they don't have anybody for you. But again, I was the only English teacher because I'm at an alternative school. I was the only English teacher. I taught different preps. Um, I didn't teach just one, you know, I didn't teach just ninth grade English. I taught, you know, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, like all, all preps because I was at an alternative school. So each block I had a different um, English. I think only one was the only one that I didn't have. I think I didn't, that first year I didn't have English two or something like that. And then the next year I did, I had English uh, 10th grade, English 11th grade, English 12th grade. So, but I'm saying it's a red flag if the district doesn't give you, they don't have a teacher mentoring system. Um, it's a red flag if the principal doesn't say, hey, you know, let's put you in some professional development. Let's do something of that nature. Um, because again, they're the ones that hired you. So they know that of your experience, they hired you. So I don't know, especially like, like I didn't know anything educationally. I didn't know, um, yeah, you're on a transitional license and you need to do this. So like I said, again, in my students in those first two years at, that I was at the same school, I was really doing what I could, you know, to the best that I could, the best that I thought I could. And I made some mistakes. Like I was trying to um, be what they needed. And I wasn't trying to be their friend. I was trying to, because I knew that I was so young and so close to them. Like I literally could be their big sister. Um, um, I was trying to make sure I had the tough exterior so that um, they would respect me. Um, and I know that now that I, you know, could have did a lot of things differently. I should have did a lot of things differently. But again, 
I didn't know. Like, well, I can't do what I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I was in the dark, like literally the uh, basically how I was those first two years. I was in a dark room, blindfolded um, and trying to navigate through a house. Just the whole thing is dark. And I don't have nobody leading me nothing. Like, that is how I was my first few years. Two years, especially, of teaching. Because I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anyone. Um, and I was really just trying... I was trying to make sure they were taught English. I was trying to do the best of what I thought of building relationships. Because I was told so many different things, though. Now, I was told different things by... Um, administration well you need to do this you need to do that you need to do that and I'm like okay so do you want me to be firm or do you want me to be like I'm just like so how does this look there was no practice there was no modeling of this and as I know now because I'm actual teach teacher mentor that is stuff that's modeled to new teachers that they may not know like when you're thrown in when you're in not thrown but when you're in the classroom it's different from when you you know have did teacher preparation programs or you did your student teaching but again like I said I didn't do any of that when I first started teaching it was like okay I'm going to teach I have an English degree I have the content I'm highly qualified to teach let's get this gateway you know done um so um again those first two years, I was, like, blinded. And so, um, if you were one of my students for the first two years, um, of course, at the time, I was Miss Henderson. Um, and I just apologize because, you know, like, I was in the dark trying to lead you guys. Um, now, I know you learned English, but, I mean, as far as our building a relationship, it probably wasn't as any song that I talked to here and there, um, but I was literally, again, trying to do what I thought was right, um, wasn't giving any instruction, just trying to be the best that I could. So then my next year, um, and by this time, at the end of my second year, I had gotten married, um, and then, um, so I transitioned to another school district, another school in school district, and I was told I needed to take, um, this is where I kind of get the mentoring, you know, part. Um, I was told I needed to take a, you know, a, my test to keep my license. Um, and I, had, you know, needed to start my program or classes if I want to continue to teach. And like in within myself, um, I'm still learning who I am. Um, I'm still figuring out who I want to be. Um, I'm still in the phase of like, I'm going to be a lawyer and I'm just doing this for the meantime until I, and I'm doing this right now so that I can have this to fall back on if, you know, law doesn't work out. And, um, and people have done that successfully and I'm just trying to figure out, okay, well, I just got married, so let's wait maybe a year and, you know see how it goes um so I go to the new school I have someone who just takes me under their wing like I'm still not assigned anyone and that's still a, to me that's still a red flag new teachers um or veteran teachers 
if you're looking into administration or something, um, it's a red flag for you not to have a teacher mentoring program available. Like this person is a new to the district, get them a mentor. Even if they've had a couple of years of teaching under their belt, get them a mentor. I feel like certain teachers need a mentor for at least up until like after that fifth year. Um, because like the first three years, it's like you still got to, and especially if you change districts, like you got to get acclimated to the district. You got to get acclimated to the culture of students and all that. So that third year um, was good. I, I, I know that um, a lot of those students I have relationships with now. Like, that is literally one of my favorite classes of students. Um, they made me laugh. Uh, they made me cry. Um, I would say they made me become a better me. Now, my first two years of teaching, those students really made me, um, a lot of them made me question, um, like, what what did I want to see in in out of it even though I know I'm doing this you know for this moment in time uh the first two years of teaching y'all really made me like okay well why am I doing this it's for them it's for the students um and I'm gonna do the best that I can um with what I have that's basically I was just on survival mode trying to do the best that I could and y'all were so strong um a lot of y'all though did make me um, break down and say, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, with the mini desk thrown, um, not at me, but in my classroom, you know, all the stuff that happened took place at the alternative school. Okay. Back to my third year of teaching. This was the class of 2016 and they know who they are, um, from that third year. So I'm not going to say the school, but, um, they were, some of the most incredible people that I know. Um, they are out achieving great things, graduating college, getting married, having kids. Um, and I really consider them family. Like um, I am friends with a lot of them on Facebook and uh, text a lot of them periodically when I can. And, um, they, they are just awesome human beings. And I, it was an honor to teach them. Um, they were rare students, um, mannerable, everything. And I know I'm like notorious for being strict and mean. Um, but my intent was to make sure that I was firm so you knew what I was, you know, saying or trying to get across. And um, then, you know, trying to still build the relationship. And I feel like I still, you know, did okay. Because again, I was just starting my master's program in um, education. I have a mentor. I have some resources. I'm getting better with you know, the resources that I should have already had. So then um, I moved to another district. 
um, uh, the, for the fourth year and I'm in the, in that district now currently. So, um, this is where we get a little tricky. Okay. So in this fourth year into the current years, um, from about the fourth year to like, uh, so the fourth year is like the 20, 2015, 2016 school year. So from that year until a certain amount of time I was married. Um, just putting a pin there, um, not an excuse to any behavior, but um, I was in a new school district. So I wanted the students to know that I meant business, but they could talk to me. In finding that balance or in holding them accountable, but that you could come to me. Finding that balance was rather difficult. Um, personally, I was dealing with domestic violence. I was dealing with um, a lot of things in my house. And it was easy for me because at home I'm walking on eggshells. But at school, I'm able to blossom and be who I was and say what I want. So I'm a sarcastic person by nature. So a lot of things said was, you know, like, here, get your life together, collect your... And this is where my phrase, the brand, the name of the company, Collect Your Life, um, is born. Actually, it was born in that third year, but... It, I think I started as gather your life. And then when I got to my fourth year, I said collect. And that's where it stuck. We collect. So that first group of students is my favorite class of. So far of the current school I am. I'm sorry. Like there's favorites in other classes, but that class alone is like the whole entire class you have. So many, so many. Now, 2022, they just graduated and they are, they got a lot of contenders and I'm favorites with a lot of them. So I don't know though, but 20, the class of 2017 from uh, the school I currently teach at, um, they, they, they have my heart. Oh, a lot of them. I still talk to them to this day. Um, if they need something, I will be there. If they need me to be somewhere, I will be there. Um, and then because the relationship was built, um, they didn't like my actions of me making them walk down the hallway. And that's something that I was doing to have them release stress. A lot of them didn't like it at the time. And some realized, okay, it was for my good. Some still were like, why did you do that? Um, I had a lot of them to walk down to get the attitude out their throat, which is what I normally would say. And a lot of times, not to just get the attitude out, but just to release whatever negativity was inside. So now, instead of having them walk down, I just have them get out, step out with me, take a breath, calm themselves down, and then come back. So that first class. You never knew um, that during your class, it gave me joy. It gave me a peace. It gave me a sense of, uh, I'm going to cry, 
it gave me a sense of stability that I didn't have um, that I needed. Um, you gave me some type of hope, like, okay, the future is always going to get better. It's going to get better. It's not going to be the same. Um, during your class, when I taught you uh, the first year, the class of 2017, you, I was in a fight for my life, literally. Um, like, literally one day and then came to school the next day. Like, so, um, not that that's an excuse for anything, but just saying, I wanted y'all to be the best. And I believe y'all are y'all's best. Because you're walking in whatever purpose you're supposed to do. You're walking in, you're doing whatever it is that you're called to do. Um, so... I held you to a high esteem and I hold all my students to a high esteem and it's because I see that in you. I see your potential. You may not see that you can do it. You may not see that you can achieve it, but you can. And um, again, I teach so that you can become a productive citizen that's a part of it, productive citizen in society. The other part is so that you'll be able to think, analyze uh, critically on your own and solve whatever problems. And when you get those skills, you get them in English class. You may not want to read or write or do this work or do the college research project, but it's going to teach you the skills that you need. Um, so that first class, that was like one of the hardest years for me per personally. Um, that was the most physical issues that I had personally at home. So it was really like, in essence, uh, coming to work saved me. It saved my sanity. It saved me. And, like, seeing some of y'all's faces and the laughter that I had, especially in my fifth period, um, y'all really just um, made my day. You made, I would say, really, you made life worth living. Because I knew coming to y'all that y'all needed a teacher. You needed to learn so that you can go to the next step in your life. But y'all made me made life worth living. Um, made it to where that um, okay, I'm gonna push for these kids. I'm going to be the best. I'm gonna be on top of stuff. And at that time too, I was finishing up my masters with y'all. So I was doing um my master's work. And then that next year, which is the class of 2018, is when I fit actually graduated with uh, my master's in the um in the the summertime I mean not the summertime the winter time so um 2018 2019 um well 2018 class 2018 um when I had you guys um again I'm still going through the same stuff and but again it's basically the same um Y'all have my heart. Like, I really love you guys. And I wanted the best for you. Um, 
also I have a mentor kind of sort of um um I think because I started I was I wasn't a new teacher and I had years under my belt they didn't give me a mentor but I kind of like got one through other people and everything like that um but I feel like districts with a new teacher if they've taught before still give them a mentor that first year just so they can get acclimated to the district so um basically with um 20 um well the rest of the classes 2018 I I love a lot of you guys I love all of y'all um even if you don't love my my methods um all I did was out of love and it may have came across as tough love but I felt like the tough was needed to make you because I, I know how it is in the real world I know how it is and I wanted to you to be prepared for that for society for not just 12th grade English I wanted you to be prepared for life um as best as you can because life was going to come and throw this at you curveball this coming this coming so that's what I want my students to walk away from my classroom with not just the knowledge of English of course it's beautiful it's a be I love English and you all the skills you get from English but I want you to learn those life lessons so that's why I would say collect your life <laughs> that's where it came from so um also with that first class or with all the classes but especially the first class like I would stop curriculum and teach some life lessons like how you go not turn in your stuff it's just like you going to work. You go not gonna have a job. Like we really said it had life lessons. Um, but because I was becoming being um I guess the thing was being observed more or they were watching the a lot of stuff that was being watched for it for curriculum purposes, making sure it was um met. I could throw those in. I had to throw those in, like, on the tail end on stuff. So, it was kind of hard to put in those, throw in those life lessons. But I really want to say that, that I love every one of my students. Even the ones who didn't love me and don't love me. Um, because you made me who I am today. Um... You made me want to be a better person. Um, y'all were my children before I had an actual child. Um, y'all were, y'all made me, well, I'm, I'm auntie or something because I'm young out here. But, you know, y'all were and are true, beautiful people, jewels and gems. Even, again, like I said, if you gave me gray hairs, okay? Because um, then I I became pregnant at, like in 2018, 2018, 2019 school year. And um, now the 29, class of 2019, y'all was a little rough around the edges, okay? Not gonna lie. No, 
Y'all are not the class of 2019 because that's all juniors. Class of 2020, the start of the pandemic, babies. Y'all are a little rough around the edges, okay? But I was pregnant with y'all. That's what it was. So I I was I was trying to at that time I was trying not to be stressed as much. Um, but I ended up being ultimately stressed and um like I had zero tolerance for BS at that time because I was pregnant and I was like, nah, y'all not finna do this. So yeah, um Y'all basically had an extra student in the class, Carrie, even though she was in the womb baking. And then that one day I came to work, and then the next day I didn't, and I was in the hospital having um, y'all little cousin, Carrie. But um, during that time, I, like I said, during this whole time, I'm, as you're teaching, I'm in my 20s. So your 20s is where you're really finding and identifying and trying to get who you are as an adult because now you're a real adult out here making your own money, doing everything. So like you're still finding, it's okay to still find yourself if you're in your 20s. You're not, you're still going to always evolve. So I'm growing with y'all. Y'all are, you know, growing up and y'all are becoming grown but I'm growing with you guys so I had Carrie and um I'm on the cusp of being 30 and when you get to 30 you'll understand this but 30 is like a light switch pops on and you're like you can't tolerate anything under than what you deserve and that was when like around this time when I'm pregnant and I'm about to turn 30 um I am realizing that I can do bad by myself. And I'm like, and I've already been given the signs to leave this um, marriage and leave this um, everything and told to leave, but I just didn't. So um, the class of, what was it, 2019, the school year 2019, 2020, so the class of 2021, um, that was when the pandemic started. Um, so um, the end of, the, before we left for the pandemic, um, that was when I had left. So you guys didn't see, but during your school year, it was like I was wrestling with the fact that I need to leave. Like it was so much going on heavily in my life. Um, also, during one of those years, like if I go back, my dad was diagnosed with dementia um, back in like 2018. So like the class of 2019, that was y'all's year that I had y'all. Um, so anywho, so I have Carrie and I'm like, before the pandemic, then we go through the pandemic or we're still in the pandemic, but we go through lockdown and I don't see the class of 2020. Well, y'all are my seniors, but my juniors, the class of 2021, I didn't see y'all anymore. And it was a lot because it was weird. Because, like, I, I was like, wait, I want to see you. Like, what's going on? So, um, 
it was I think it was a lot for everyone um and then virtually I had the junior class that just graduated of 2022 and then I had some of you again this year as a senior teacher and then my current juniors I have y'all and I might have you again um but this year was one of the most difficult years of my lives my life uh other than the other years but this was one of the most difficult years of my life with the passing of my dad in the beginning of the year I really don't know again how I made it without U.S. students. The jokes crack, the stupidity, um, or the Miss Henderson, here you go, like a hug or a Starbucks or whatever. It literally made my day to the point where helped me to keep going. Um, so I appreciate you. I thank you for sticking with me sticking beside me um through me being on you because i'm gonna hold you accountable that's one thing i am gonna do you may not like that but you will appreciate it in the end i'm going to love you like you're my own child so if it sounds like i'm your mother and nagging on you yes that's right when i became an actual mother where i had a child of my own I became a better teacher because I'm like, oh, this could be Carrie. So let me get even harder. I was already doing that, but it, it was like I went even deeper. And being a teacher has made me a better mother too. So it's like a twofold thing. But as, as you go and journey through life, know that you can always call, message, email whatever you can to me and i will respond now i will do the best of my ability whatever it is that you may need um and i'll find the resources for you but know that miss henderson because some for to some of you i was miss jones but it's miss henderson miss henderson loves all of her former students Everything that I did was to make sure you were a better citizen in society, to make sure you're productive, to make sure that you are walking in your purpose and that you're not just existing. Make sure that you're the best version of yourself. Literally, collect your life and make sure that you are on the path that you should be on that you're walking again in your purpose, that you're walking in what it is you're supposed to do. I love each and every one of my students. Even if you don't feel like I love you, I do. Because if I didn't love you, I promise I wouldn't be this hard on you. I would be lackadaisical. If I didn't care, I wouldn't be, you know, who I am. Um, I want you to know that every decision, everything was made out of love to make sure, again, that you were the best. Um, and I just appreciate you, all students throughout these 10 years 
have made me a better person. And I hope that I've imparted some wisdom and some knowledge into you or some life lesson into you that you will keep for a lifetime. Um, and I apologize if you felt you didn't feel loved in my class or you didn't feel um, like I was your mother in your class. Um, so I apologize if there were any things that you felt was wrong or that I should have did differently. I apologize. I'm not too big to not apologize, but I do love you all, all of the, I don't know how many kids that I taught in the 10 years of me being an educator. So here we are at the end of my open letter. And I just want to say, you can reach out to me. You can, most of you have my number anyway. You can text me, you can call me, and I'll be there for you. This is season two, episode two, 10 years of being an educator, an open letter to my students. Thank you for listening.